This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Parshas Bahar, Tavshin, Ayin Tes. The Parsha speaks about this week, about Shemitah and about Yevil. And a lesson to teach that we have to trust in Hashem. And therefore, not only do we rest every Shabbos, but we rest every seven years the actual land and we don't work it. And then the Torah teaches us Allah's of Yevil, giving back property that we bought from someone else, freeing slaves, not lending money with interest to our fellow brothers and sisters, and how to behave with each other. In Perch of Hay, Pasuk of Zion, the Torah tells us the mitzvah as well, Do not harass one another. Don't bother your friend. And you should have fear of Hashem, your God. You know why you should have fear of Hashem, your God? Because I am Hashem, your God. Now this is interesting. We don't find like so many other mitzvahs that says, uh, don't kill, because I am Hashem your God. Don't uh, eat trade, because I am Hashem your God. Why over here does it say, don't harass one another, because I am Hashem your God. So Rashi explains, Kan hizir dvarim. Here is the Isra of Inayz Dvarim. Here is the Isra of bothering somebody with words, saying things to somebody for the purpose of bothering them. You didn't do anything physically to them. You didn't take anything from them. But you're saying words that are bothersome to them that you're not allowed to do. For example, don't give him advice for something that is not good for him. But it's good for you. You know, you sell cars. You try and tell the person, don't lease a car. It's better if you buy a car. You tell the guy, you know, you want to have a carpet, or you want to have hardwood flooring, it's much better to, to put in carpet. So it happens to be that you sell carpets. So you're giving the person bad advice. Now you may think to yourself, well, who's going to know if I'm giving him bad advice? Maybe I think that's the best thing to do. So Rashi tells us, You should have fear of Hashem your God. This God, He knows your thoughts. Who he knows everything that is in your heart. Because anything in your heart that only you know about, you may think I can get away with it. Says the Pesach, no. You should fear Hashem, and Hashem knows exactly what's in your heart. Which is so interesting, because we may think sometimes, I'm giving over good advice. I don't think I'm doing something bad. Says the Pesach, be careful. Think deep down, all the way deep down, where only Hashem may know your thoughts. And make sure you're giving the right advice. How are we supposed to do that? How are we supposed to make sure they're only giving the right advice? And the answer is that only something that is deep inside of you could slip out. If something is not inside of you, it couldn't even slip out by mistake. Only something that's inside of you could that slip out. How do we know what that is? So we have to see under what circumstances could something slip out of you. You know, only a few days ago, there was a fellow, a young boy named Yosef, driving home from Yeshiva by bike. And as he was driving home, getting closer to his house, he unfortunately had a head-on collision with a car. That's right. That's what we were davening for. And he hit the car head-on with such force that he went flying off the bike and he hit the windshield of the car. He bounced off the car and fell on the street and then the car drove over him. 
Of course, the driver immediately stopped. And within moments, Hatzola, as usual, was right there on the spot. And they quickly brought him to the hospital. But it was evident, by just by looking at his helmet, that was cracked. That if not for the helmet, that would have been his head. But still, the boy was in terrible condition. And they didn't know what was going to be. How many bones were broken was really not the worry right now. The concern was what happened to his brain. And the boy was thrashing around in pain. They had to sedate him. They put him out because they had to give him a full body MRI and CAT scan. But they had to make sure that he was able to breathe. So they put a breathing tube down. And they put him under the MRI. And finally when it was over, the doctors turned to the parents and said, we're going to see the results a little later. We have to study them. We have to warn you that when we take him out of his unconsciousness, we don't know what's going to be. We have to make sure that he's breathing before we take the breathing tube out. And when we take the breathing tube out, he's going to be able to talk. We don't know what he's going to say. Maybe he'll talk regular. Maybe he will lose his ability to talk and he won't even know the ABC. Maybe he won't have any memory left. Maybe even he's going to start saying a bunch of curse words that's going to come out of him. Whereupon the father said, no, no, that, that's not going to be by us. We don't, that's not our family. And the doctor said, yes, I've heard all those things before. I just want to warn you what can happen. He may not remember anything. And the parents are sitting there waiting to see what's going to happen. And finally, as their son came to, and he was able to breathe, the doctor started to take the breathing tube out. They took the breathing tube out. And of course, the child was agitated, a little disoriented. And after a few moments, he looks around, he sees his parents, he turns to his father, he says, Dad, what day is it? His father looks says, it's, it's Tuesday. He says, Dad, what, what time is it? His father looks at his wife and says, it's about 3 o'clock. He looks at his father and says, Dad, I don't think I counted sphere last night. And his father and mother burst out into tears. Their son can talk. He has a memory. He's able to speak. Things look very good. The next day, as the father was telling the story over to someone, he once again burst out into tears. The son said, wow. And the, the friend said, wow, this must be very emotional for you. He said, I'm not, these are not the same tears as yesterday. Yesterday with tears of joy that looks like my son Baruch Hashem is going to recover. Today I'm crying when I realize that if that's what comes out of my son's mouth, if that's what slips out of his mouth, I didn't count Sira, I now know what's inside of him. And that's why now I'm crying tears of joy. And that is a very important lesson for us. If we want to know what's really deep down inside of us, we have to check what slips out. Is it a kind word that slips out? Or not? Is it good advice that slips out? Or not? What are the words that we say to others? Something we should think about during these days of Sira. Have a wonderful Shabbos. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.